Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to a special edition of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Lots of cool pictures there. Also, you can check out the show on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iHeart Radio, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Again, I just want to thank you so much for your support. Follow on social media so that you can win. I'll be giving some things away tonight. After the show, so again, check out social media. Today, I am so honored. I'm going to be speaking with a lovely actress. You probably have seen her on Queen Sugar playing Aunt Vi, giving out her auntly advice, if you will, to everybody in the family and giving nice hugs and things like that. Um, But she has another side to her. She has a book she has written, and we're going to be discussing uh, the book this evening. And she has a program called The Inner Fitness Project that we'll also be discussing. I think this might be her uh, on the line here. Uh, let me check it here. Let's see. Hold on. Good evening. Is this Aunt Bye? It is. How are you? How are you? Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, I am so um, happy to be calling in. And I was rushing off the other phone. Uh, so I'm sorry if I'm a minute or two late. You are right on time, and as your book said, um, if I didn't have it, I probably didn't need it type of thing, so we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You have so many lovely anecdotes in there, but I know people want to learn a little bit about you first um, and how you started acting. Um, I heard there was something about a Snow White and a Rumpelstiltskin. Can you tell us about that? Indeed. I grew up in the small town of Evanston, Illinois, outside of Chicago. And um, my mom, that's actually the home of Northwestern University. Mm -hmm. And Northwestern has a a really premier and famous theater department. And on Mm -hmm. week, um, uh, in the summers, they would put on um, weekly performances, weekly plays. 
And yes. that's where I fell in love with acting. My mother would, uh, every summer, uh, buy tickets for me to go to the entire series. And week after week, I would go and sit in the theater and see myself just sort of teleport myself onto the stage in those in those actors' bodies. And then from that, from curtain call to curtain finish, and then to the next week, I would embody all of those characters and walk through my day in the house, driving my family crazy, redoing <laughs> the entire play. Oh, my gosh. So now from there, you know, when you went out to Hollywood, what was your experience, you know, as an African-American actress and trying to get parts at the time when you came out? It's interesting that um, that you asked that question. It's a great question because um, I remember being in an acting class with this teacher who happened to be African-American who was considered this, you know, guru of an acting teacher. And mm-hmm. he said to me at one point, he says, you know, love these characters that we work on in class because in the business you will probably only play maids or some sort of, you know, service person. Wow. And okay. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when he said that, I was thinking, and I I think I was in my 20s, and I was thinking, oh, no, 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 you don't get to project onto me Mm -hmm. um, history. You don't get to project onto me what was your experience. and. I decided right then and there that his words would be lies, that they would not be the truth in my life. And Mm. uh, I will tell you that I played one maid, and she got me my SAG card. Look at there, look at there. Yeah, she got me my Mm, SAG mm, card, and I haven't played another one since. And See? I've I've had a lot of amazing roles. You have. You have uh, played so many amazing roles. But currently you're working as Aunt Bi on Queen Sugar. Can you tell the audience uh, how you got that part? And did you get called for an audition? Did, who did you audition yeah. for? The little nitty-gritty details we want to hear about. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun story because um, – it, it really, it really sort of leans into um, the two passions in my life. You know, when I'm not in front of the camera, I am very, very involved with uh, teaching um, what I call inner fitness, and we do online uh, workouts in inner fitness. And part of that is really, it, it talks about, you know, mindset, and it talks about being intentional. It talks about um, doing the kind of self-examination that helps us to get uh, the unresolved blocks in our lives out of our way. So 
prior to um, actually booking the role of Aunt Bai, I wrote down in my journal, and it's not the first time that I've done this and had this kind of mirrored success, but I wrote mm-hmm. down in my journal that I wanted to be part of a, a kick-butt ensemble okay. in, a critically acclaimed, in a critically acclaimed show where I add undeniable value and mm. my character my character rises and shines. Mm-hmm. And that was that was before Queen Sugar. And and you know, and I spoke about the cast being a really close knit unit so that there were no no egos, but the work was what's important. All of that I read right. in my journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, I go on this audition uh, for Queen Sugar. And my first audition, I literally walk in, I do the slate, you know, say my name and height and all of that, and do the line. Uh, and when I leave, I say to myself, they are not interested in me in the least. That's what I Look at that. Myself. Look at that. Yeah, that's what I said to myself. And then probably two days later, uh, I got a call that wanted me to come back to Warner Brothers. Uh, It was odd because I was to come back on a Saturday. And what I didn't realize until um, I was there really is that I I was in a test, in a chemistry test. So they had Omar Dorsey, who plays Hollywood, there. Yeah. And we were to, you know, do some improv together, and it was recorded, um, and it was from that tape that I actually got booked. But what was beautiful was I didn't know Omar, so when I saw his chocolate bald head, lumbering down the hallway, right? Yeah. Lumbering down the hallway, I say, oh, this will be easy, right? Mm. And, uh, and before, before we started rolling camera to do the chemistry test, I said to him, do you mind if I touch your head in the scene? He says, do whatever you want to do. And by okay, time, then. that by the time that chemistry read was over, I was touching him on his head. He was rubbing on my feet. We got all of that on tape. And uh, unbeknownst to me, when I left, he called Ava and said, I think we found her. And she says, oh, really? And then she watched the video and said to him, y'all were on fire. See, look uh, at that. And here we are. Here we are. You guys are definitely on fire. I mean, I love the whole show. There's so many stories in it. But let me tell you, my my face is like, it gets a little grin when you guys get on the scene. And I'm like, all right, what are they going to do today? This is going to be delicious, you know? I mean, seriously, you know, it's just a great love. You guys have struggles. It's not all happy, but it's not all sad. And that's the beauty. And you guys look beautiful. 
the show Together. makes African American yeah, yeah, yeah. people look beautiful. Yeah. Is there? Do you know about the special type of film they use or lighting? Are you familiar with any of that background stuff that's going on? Yeah, there. Yeah, there's. Um, Ava created. Well, first off, let's just let's just um, tell it like it is. Ava DuVernay loves mm-hmm. loves the um, loves black folks. Loves our yes. history. Loves you know, the stories that we are. And she aimed in Queen Sugar to create um, extraordinary storytelling about ordinary people. And I think that she has done that, right? Um, yes. And, and what, makes, what makes it extraordinary and what makes us lean in, you know, is that we literally are looking at ourselves. We're looking at ourselves in characters and roles that we all know, but that we haven't had the honor and this, the self-satisfaction and affirming to actually mm-hmm. see ourselves, particularly, you know, an Aunt Vi. Aunt Vi yes. hasn't been on television before uh, Oprah Winfrey and Ava DuVernay, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah. I can't yeah. think of, yeah, I, I keep trying to rack my brain, is there anyone who represents, you know, or who was a version of Aunt Bi before Aunt Bi? And quite honestly, there have been a lot of depictions, but you get a sliver, you know, of, of, of a person. You don't get the fully orbed human being living and breathing, right. you know, with feelings and sexuality and flaws and hurts that you get with Aunt Vi. Yes, and also the love relationship. That's a thing that was not being shown, African-American couples in a love relationship, in a committed love relationship. That is, you have the young couple, you have with Kofi, you have the, you know, uh, Aunt Vi couple, you have, um, you know, people getting divorced, but just the different varieties of African-American couples is exquisite, yes. you know, in, yes. in and of itself. Yes, yes, um, yes, and 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 in an in an honest way, because you know, like in season four, we also had um, Aunt Vi revisiting the past, uh, which represented this, this abusive relationship, and that mm-hmm. speaks to to a reality that you know many people in the world have lived with. So. I love that Queen Sugar tells the whole truth, not just the salacious truth, but the whole truth represents a life as it is being lived by a range of, you know, African-American people. That brings us to your book, because in your book, you talk about the different people that are within each of us, so to speak. And and what you yes. talk about is the surviving thriving, and infinite self. Can you talk to the audience about those three selves and what, does, what do they mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to because I'm telling you that this frame, you know, seeing this changed my life, continues to change and empower me. I, um, I used to be, like, really perplexed. How is it that I can be so confident 
in these areas over here and then experience insecurity or breakdown in this area over here. And mm. it confused me because, you know, this this challenging area made me question if the confidence part of me was real or if I was, you know, putting on some sort of faith and, and, and being a fraud. I didn't understand. I couldn't reconcile the two. Right. And because I've been, I've been involved with uh, the work of, you know, call it personal development, call it spiritual development, whatever you want to call it, I now call it inner fitness. I had been involved with that work for decades. And I literally fell asleep having, uh, you know, been in the question of what is this and how do we rec- reconcile it? And I had this dream, and I'll tell it to you very quickly. I'm on a beach. Up ahead, I see two women arguing. The closer I get, I realize there's only one woman actually arguing. And she's flailing her arms. Her back is to the ocean. The other woman, Mm -hmm. I've discovered, has this incredibly compelling piece to her. And she is facing the woman, the argumentative woman, and facing the ocean. And the closer I get walking up that beach, the louder and more demonstrative the, um, the argumentative woman becomes. It's almost mm-hmm. as though she was literally trying to grab my attention. And the compelling woman was so compelling that I just couldn't take my eyes off of her. And the mm. compelling woman steps forward, throws her arms around the argumentative woman. The argumentative woman relaxes in her arms. Then they both turn and look at me, and I see that they are both me. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up from that dream, what I had was a frame. We all have a surviving self, a thriving self, and an infinite self inside. And the surviving self, its characteristics, its innate way of being is worried out fear. It is always thinking about what's wrong, what's the problem. It is ready to create um, war, you know, and againstness. Mm. And it's full of othering. And it actually upon the fact that the nervous systems that, that run through our bodies have been in development for 500 million years, and most of that time has been in sheer survival mode. Mm-hmm. And so Fight or flight type sense. of thing. Yes, yes, exactly. And so it makes sense that there is that innate part of us that has been conditioned to survive and to and survival means the kinds of things, characteristics that I've named. But we also have the thriving self in us. And the thriving self we all know intimately, we just haven't paid attention to it in the way that we pay attention to the surviving self. But any time we are in hope, a sense of possibility, when we are 
curious and, and moving forward and willing to grow and willing to empathize is literally coming from the part of our brain that is the prefrontal cortex and the executive thinking part of ourselves where we have more access to ourselves. Mm-hmm. The surviving mm-hmm. self gives us less access to ourselves because it, it, it needs to take all of our energy and, you know, shut down the wider perspective so that we are ready to run, right, to fight. Mm-hmm. fight very narrow. Yes. yes, it's very narrow. And so the thriving self is that part of ourself that is it's wider. It's more open. It is more connected to something that allows hope, trust, empathy, and a sense of possibility. And then the engine itself is literally, you know, a part of us is life that has been life since the beginning of time. You know, there's, there's a part of life that is a continuum. And just like, you know, what rain comes down and becomes a river and freezes over and becomes ice and then precipitation or, or snow, we, there's an essence in us, there is an intelligent essence that is birthless and deathless, and that lives inside of us as well. You can call it God, you can call it, you know, uh, infinite intelligence, you can call mm-hmm. it whatever you want to call it, but all three are there, and because the surviving self is has been the 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 most practiced self. Yeah. We don't always know that we have access, control through the thriving self and the infinite self. And so the work that they're I all, yeah. They're all yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, now you know, one of the I'm, cool things go ahead, sorry, sorry. No, 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 I want you to go ahead. Okay. So stop signs. I love stop signs. I needed a stop sign two days ago, and it was funny because I finished reading the book, and I was like, damn, I needed that stop sign. Uh, Tell us the audience about stop signs and and why they're so useful to us, uh, and and that we should take more advantage of them, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, so if, in fact, you – use the surviving, thriving, and infinite self-frame, what you, what everyone is already experiencing, but that you can have more conscious awareness of going forward, is how often do you find yourself driving on automatic? You get in your car, you wind up at your destination, and you don't even remember the journey. But if you stop and really sort of, you know, play back what your mind was doing in that unconscious Mm -hmm. journey, you will find quite often that it is busy in some level of upset. It is telling somebody off. It is remembering some problem or somebody, you know, that was a problem. It is grinding on um, the kinds of thoughts that keep the surviving self in place. 
Mm-hmm. And when we begin to see that, we actually, uh, when you understand that you have the thriving self and the infinite self inside of you as well, you can now begin to deliberately and intentionally interrupt that automatic war that is going on inside of us or you unconsciously. Make it conscious and realize that you don't have to use your mind to practice war and anger and againstness. Yeah, because I had an incident on the street with a guy the other day, and he proceeded, we had this argument, and he was like, I'll stay here all day to argue with you. And I was just like, whoa, you want to stay here yes. all day and argue with me? <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me, I got to I gotta keep moving, just keep walking. And, you know, I was getting a little nervous. I didn't know where he was going. Because I was like, really, you got all day to talk to me? You know? Yeah. And then I found myself replaying the argument in my head, and I said, stop. Think about the stop sign. And I literally yeah. had to, like, in my mind, like a wave, just kind of push this argument that had happened. It's not happening now. The guy's not in my house. I don't need to be thinking about him anymore. Just, like, push it out of my head. And it, it was just yeah. so funny that the book was, like, a synchronous situation. Moving forward, yeah. you say that I can't doesn't mean I can't. It means something else. Can you explain that to the yeah. audience? Yeah, so I, 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 I can't is a fuzzy, um, uh, um, rejection of being personally accountable. I can't really means I don't want to. I don't believe I can. I don't. It's, it's more than I can't. And so when we say I can't, we're not telling ourselves the truth. And mm. it's a wonderful opportunity to go a layer deeper and ask yourself, what does my I can't really mean? And quite often you'll discover that underneath the I can't, there's a, there's a truth that if you take ownership of it, then you get to be more authentic and uh, direct your life in ways that align with who you truly are. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will say, I can't, because they don't want to say, I don't want to, you know, or they don't want to say, they don't want to acknowledge that they resist or avoid the work that is necessary to do what, uh, to turn that I can't to an I can. Mm -hmm. So underneath I can't, right, underneath I can't is an opportunity to tell yourself a deeper truth and let that I can't become more specific. And if you let it become more specific, specific, you will learn that you can be accountable too. Wow. The book, we can't go through everything, people. I'm sorry. There's so many anecdotes that I would love to bring out, but I'm going to be giving some copies of her book away. So again, you want to follow me. But tomorrow, uh, you're going to be having a special workshop. Can you tell them about this 
uh, online uh, inner fitness workout that you're going to have. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's called the Foundational Overview. And if you go to my website at www.theinnerfitnessproject.com, that's I-N-N-E-R fitnessproject.com, and go to our workouts or um, the studio or even the, the, the shop and just mm-hmm. look for a foundational overview. And the foundational overview is uh, where we will, for free, uh, share with you some of the basic concepts. I'll go over the uh, self, self, self again. Um, but there are about five key life-changing concepts that uh, we share with you, ways that you can see yourself and from this point forward, that way of seeing yourself can absolutely transform your life. And um, all you have to do is we actually, I think that we stopped taking uh, registrations uh, an hour before the workout. And the workout is at 8 a.m. tomorrow, Saturday, 8 a.m. Pacific, um, and that, of course, is uh, 10 o'clock Central and 11 o'clock uh, Eastern. Yes, yes. So I'll send the link out on my social media so people can be aware of it. And like I said, I'm going to be giving away some copies of the little book of Big Lies, a beautiful, beautiful book that I think you were going to, you're going to want to share with all your friends and family. And uh, Queen Sugar now is in the fifth season. Did you think it was going to go that far? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know it. You know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was, I was happy to be in um, a show that was as meaningful as Queen Sugar is. But what's mm-hmm. beautiful is that the meaning of of Queen Sugar, the storytelling, is so exceptional that it has delivered five seasons and five seasons at a really high level of storytelling. And on Sunday, I am flying back to New Orleans to start shooting season six. Ah, so, so there's going to be, there's going to be <laughs> a sixth season, yes. Even in the middle of this COVID, how are you guys doing now? Are you guys getting tested every day? Are you guys going to get the vaccine? Yes, every, How is that? every other day we get tested, and mm-hmm. we follow very strict um, uh, protocols, COVID protocols on set. Everyone is in PPP, everyone except for the actors, of course. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Um, you're excited. You're excited. Can you tell yeah, us any oh, tidbits oh, sure. about season five, like about Vi Hollywood or what's happening well, with the I city? I can tell you. Okay. Yeah, I can tell you. It's really it's season five is exciting because um, when we started shooting season five in March, we got one episode in the can before the plug was pulled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. At that point, when 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 we got pulled, 
We already had our entire season written. But in the seven months that we were down, Ava DuVernay, who, who you know, her work always has, she has her finger on the pulse of, yes. you know, black folks. She just does. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she and our showrunner, Anthony Sparks, rewrote the entire season. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so season five, you will be watching um, the Bordelons experience COVID, experience, mm-hmm. experience um, George Floyd, experience uh, all of the ravaging of COVID, people that you love getting sick, people that mm-hmm. you love dying, dying and, and, and in the uncomfortable position of not actually being able to be there for the people that you love, not being able to bury them. You'll see people lose jobs um, and, and be um, uh, displaced. All right. of that will be a part of season five. You will experience through the board along what you as an American experienced in 2020. Well, I'm excited. Um, you guys air on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. You guys definitely want to yeah. check out the show. And, um, again, the book, her website is innerfitnessproject.com. It, and it, I'll be it, sending out the, the link. Inner, the it's Inner Fitness, the, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, theinnerfitnessproject.com okay. or tina They both will take you to the same place. Great. I'll send out the link um, for, for the workshop tomorrow. Like she said, I think an hour before is when it's the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, this has you. been awesome. We could talk all night, but I know you can't. <laughs> yes, well, we could. We could. We could. So we'll do it again. All right. Thank you so much. We will. Time, okay? Thank you. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with Aunt Vi, but she is more than Aunt Vi. She's also an author. Her name is Tina Lifford, and she has a book that I'll be giving away copies of, The Little Book of Big Lies. You can also check out her website, theinnerfitnessproject.com. She has a workshop tomorrow. There's a link on there, and you can still register. It's free. I'll send out the link. Follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Also, check me out on Facebook. Saturday mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Tomorrow, I'll be doing two shows. Um, We'll be talking uh, with an author, and then we'll also be talking about um, another subject, and you can check it out. It'll be a whole, like, an hour long, two, two shows tomorrow. So check us out. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.